You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Let's read 2 Timothy or Timothy, whatever the pronunciation is. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Chapter 2, verse 19. The Bible says, Nevertheless, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal that the Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, that's where I'm going. There are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. So there is a possibility that in a great house, even in a great house, some vessels can be unto dishonor. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the things that you must love, no matter the challenges involved, you must love the body of Christ. You must love the body of Christ. So many people don't, nobody who loves the body of Christ speaks evil of the body. So many people don't love the body of Christ. You must love the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, I was telling Pastor Ebele yesterday. Yesterday and two days ago, Joseph Prince has been saying emphatically on TV, and he did not miss what about it, about the fact that he heard how the grace message he preaches has been misrepresented everywhere. People dividing churches, breaking up, isolating themselves. And he mentioned three things. Say some of them don't want to fellowship with anybody. They be like, you know, just know the world you stay alone. Say number two, they attack Titan. And number three, I can't remember the third one. He said they are they on sub authority. And he began to talk about the fact that anyone claiming to be following him doing that is already into error. I said about the bill. I said this guy needs to say this more to people who claim to follow him. Very important. News must have been getting to him because. Now, I watched him on DSTV two days ago. I watched him yesterday. The same topic. He's been dwelling on it. And you can see pain in his heart as he was talking about this. Now, what is going on? Well, amen. Anyway, but that's not our focus today. Amen. <laughs> the Bible says, The foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone say, But in a great house. So, Verse 21 is very important. That's where I'm going. If a man therefore purge himself from this, what are these? <laughs> it shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and me for master's use, prepared unto every good work. The most important thing you need to know about this subject matter is the fact that it is up to you to determine how you want to be used by God. I get what I'm saying. You can be an encouragement to somebody. And you can be a discouragement. You can encourage or discourage. In the house of God, till we get to heaven, gossips will not stop. People will stop gossiping. <laughs> you know by now that Christians gossip. Oh, are you just hearing that? <laughs> Amen. A person can choose to be a vessel that spreads good news or bad news, even in the great house. It's up to you. You can make a choice to be the one that weakens the hand of those who lead or that lifts up the hand of those who lead. In a great house. This is a message that applies to all churches everywhere. So, a believer must get to a point where you ask yourself, excuse me, what kind of vessel am I? When Saturday comes, there are those who spend time, when they wake up in night, they pray for Sunday service. There are those who do nothing, yet all they do is to complain. In a great house, any church will see standing. 
Part of it is the intercession of some people, but never of some other people. When you see a church moving ahead, the prayer, the soul winning, the givings, it comes from some people. Never some other people. So Apostle Paul began to tell Timothy. And he said that in a great hour, Timothy was a pastor of the church in Ephesus. And there were 20,000 members in that church when Timothy was between age 18 and 20. So that was why he said to him that let no man despise your youth. Because you are 18 years old, you are passing a church of 20,000 people. There is a possibility that some men might think that you are too young. He said, don't allow that. Anointing is not by age. You know, it is when people come to church. Honestly, I come to realize that people don't respect God, actually. Somebody goes to a native door, does he ask you about the age? <laughs> the man can attack you there. But people get born again now. And they don't do that again. But they come to church and, you know, hallelujah. Say in an office that God will catch late commerce. Christians will come late. Say in the same office that if you are late, your salary goes. They will come early. Why do people find it hard to honor God? Why do you sit before the governor? He asks you to stay for us and you stay there. You never check your phone. And you cannot sit down in church for one hour without browsing through your phone. You know, somebody asked a question at the Bible study on Sunday. Those things, they grieve the Holy Spirit. Sincerely. The anointing cannot move mightily where people are standing up and moving up and down. The Holy Spirit is very... We started started Bible study on the Holy Spirit on Sunday. We'll continue this Sunday. I'll talk about the Holy Spirit talks. Don't miss Bible study. If you're not becoming for Bible study, you have to be around for Bible study. You have to know the Bible. So 8.15 to just 30 minutes. This Sunday, I intend to talk for just about 15 because I want to give a little more time for questions because I've not been taking too many questions. And if you have a question tonight, actually, you can ask me. So I'm just saying that in verses, and Bible says, if any man purges himself from this, from all these other things, it shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified for master's use. The master needs some vessels. Ah. So when I study the nature of God in the Bible, it's amazing. In Psalm 105 verse 17, the Bible says he sent a man before them, Joseph. So Joseph was the one that saved his brethren from famine. How did God send Joseph? You would think that God appeared to Joseph and said, Joseph, I am sending you. No. His brothers out of every, they sold him. In that sense, the brothers were vessels unto dishonor. But they operated in strife and hatred. If God will teach you patience, some people will have to get on your nerves. And they might be Christian. They will provoke you. What role are they playing? Always remember that a cane is as useful as the moment of anger. When the anger is over, you throw it away. Yeah. So you can temporarily become a tool to correct somebody. But I want to tell you, if the correction is not in law, don't play that role. Don't. There are many noble roles to play. Don't play the dirty one. Whatever wrong thing a Christian does, somebody must expose. But don't be that person. Leave dirty roles for some other people. Because the role you play, you will reap the harvest of it. Have you heard? <laughs> then somebody comes around. Now say, have you, have, you, have, you, have, you, have you heard what happened to I know we now end it by saying that let's be praying. For, after you said what you wanted to say, you've exposed the person. You are now saying, let's be praying for her. Some Christians, good news. They are, they are fit. Bible says, how bitter are the feet of them that share the gospel? It's so slow to good news. No. But if it is bad, I heard this from Lester Summer for Say some people will never do evangelism, sir. They will never visit anybody. He said, but when something goes wrong, they visit all houses to share it. Have you heard? That girl that's leading quiet. She's pregnant. Pregnant. pregnant huh? I'm telling you, I saw with my two eyes like this. Say, you oh, know what I'm telling you, so we can be praying for. <laughs> Are you with me? This same person now, there is strength to visit one house after the other. Honestly, I thought it was as an exaggeration. I've seen it with my eyes. People that we thought were quiet when I was in school, and something happened in the fellowship, and they went around from room to room sharing it. Oh, don't let the devil keep you busy. Your life is too precious for that. Don't have space for junks. So if I say this about what happened to one sister, what edification comes from it? Nothing. It satisfies my flesh. 
the flesh enjoys sharing something new and it is called manipulation you use new things to control people to like you you understand that's how you also know Christians that are weak somebody comes to say ah you know in that church they don't care you are the only one I can talk to what is what it tells you you are the only one I can talk to and you feel happy you are kinda you are not deep Tell the person that sorry, sir. You can tell me your pain, but I'm not the only one you can talk to. I can't be the only one. Some believers once in a while, you know, I, I, I see this a lot. Somebody just calls them, you know, I've been in the one that unit. this thing, nobody cares for me. I just know that you are a Christian, you are nice. So you are the only one I'm telling. And they feel like Jesus. <laughs> then they come join the phone, they are looking at all of you. See all of them. They are not nice. I'm the only one that is nice. It's a wrong spirit. All leaders in this church will understand that very well. People will set you up and tell you what you want to hear. Oh, I'm brother, can you tell me what you are going to do? I'm not the only one you can talk to. Everybody in the church is nice. It's just that I'm the one you are talking to now. So let's go. What's going on? And when the person begins to let the person tell you the people, when he begins to accuse other people, there is only one person with that title, accuser or brethren. It is Satan. Don't accept accusation. You know very well that you come to church and you start by telling me that say, this is the only church I've been to other churches. It doesn't enter my head. Because very soon you will say something about it. You don't do that. But some Christians enjoy it. And I'm telling all of you that don't, 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 don't. When you go to people's house and they begin to elogize you for coming to their house, you are the only one who cares. Be quick to them and say, I'm not the only one that God sent me here. That's why I am here. I'm not the only one who cares. Period. When you give something to people, tell them, I was led to give you, but don't say I'm the only one that is nice. Am I the only one who has ever given you anything in your life? That can't be true. So I cannot be the only one. But some Christians enjoy it. I've seen in, this, in the early days of this church, because at that time, we did not come up with the policy, just came up with now that when you give towards charity, you should indicate, and then maybe every quarter we can send you a letter to let you know the people you gave to and everything else, what the giving was. We weren't doing that then. And we were not, we didn't want to tell anybody how much we give for school fees for hospital be and all those things. I know some people we hang around, people who have come to meet welfare, welfare have questioned them, they've noticed that they were just lying. We hang after service and walk up to somebody's camp and be like, see, I've come to this job for six months, I'm broke, and they will give and they will feel righteous. And I wonder what kind of church is this? They all lift up holy hands to worship, they can't help one another. Pharisees think that way. It is pride that will make me think I am nicer than the rest of you. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. One day the girl discovered by the time they, they were going to find out, the guy was collecting 13,000 averagely every Sunday. It will meet up to 20 people, 1,500, 500, 500, 500, 500, until we're having a meeting and somebody said that, I gave 1,000 last week. I gave 1,000 last week. I gave one. On one seat, six people gave 1,000 each and he told them the same story. I am broke. I'm not eating his money. Collected one thousand. I am broke. That's why I've told people that I say, "What you can't be wiser than the Bible." In that of apostle, they brought their contribution to church. Apostles made distribution. If you are in a church where you don't trust the leadership, you have no business being there. Leave. There are many churches you are allowed to leave and go to another one. So that sister that gave the guy the highest amount just sat spellbound. That wow, I thought I was helping. I was being scammed. She didn't know. Because she had just about 3K with her pull out 1,000 gave somebody. The person who gave money to was on 12,000. <laughs> you know, Christians are very easy to deceive because of our compassion. Yeah. Somebody comes around, you know. I heard this at Christ Embassy at the front. They, they, and they made big service. Like they came out. A lady picked up somebody who said was something from outside the Christ Embassy also. So she picked up the post on the way to Ajota, brought out the pistol and robbed her collector and everything. Show back to Pastor, 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 he said that no, there is a way to help. If you are the only woman in the car, you don't carry a guy on the road. Say, how about you wind that a little and give him transport fare? Or call a male colleague or one or two people who can help him. It is true. So, Christians are very compassionate. So, we don't ask, and you know one thing? If you give your resources to a wrong person, you have deprived a right person of that opportunity. Because you are limited in what you have. Two days I might now meet somebody with a genuine need that if you had give, if you now give this one, it will make sense that in the future say my bless you back. You know, there are people that you pay for their school fees, and 15 years after they come back 
to thank you in a very heavy way. So there are givings that you do. They make sense. They go all the way. Every class for you, art celebrates you. There are some that you do, you waste your money. Yeah. I will never forget this very, very sad and very funny story. It happened in Abelta where I grew up. Grew up. I went to my gram, grandma's house and my father was there. And my father was, he has always been a very generous man. I think I took that from him. So there was this guy, he was standing by the car. So I was in, my, in the car with my father. So he, was, he was knocking the glass of the door. So my father went down. I said, can I help? And we're just pulling out of my grandma's house. And people were shouting from grandmother, don't, don't give him. Don't you need to take marijuana. And the guy was crying. He said, daddy, please. I won't, I, used to, I won't smoke again. I won't use it. I'm not eating. I, I was crying. My father pulled out every money and gave the guy. Except that you know that I will never tell you a lie. He might be able to believe what I'm telling you that happened next. He collected the money, he danced for a while, and he said in Yoruba, he said that that very marijuana is what I'm going to use it to take now. And he danced like this and he walked away. <laughs> and my grandmother said, Did I tell you that it's not even hiding it from you? I was a small but I was shocked. The guy told him, he announced. He said, that is what I'm going to do with it. Then my father could only console himself by saying that, well, you only scam me once. <laughs> he said, not only me, anybody I see this vicinity, I'm going to tell them not to give to you again. It's amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. But let's stay with what we started. A vessel unto honor, sanctified for master's use. How did God send Joseph? His brother sold him. It didn't look like God. Are you aware that wherever you find yourself as a believer, you are sent there? That's the point. Hallelujah. Mm. God is looking for vessels unto honor. Because there is so much to do on the face of the earth. You know that you are an extension of God. So if God wants to bless somebody on earth, he uses you. Some Christians don't know. Hallelujah. Amen. He never went to talk to Pharaoh himself. He told Moses to go. When we understand this arrangement, number one, it will build faith in you. It will bless you. That God reaches out to people through you. That's how he does it. When he wants to do something in your office, he looks at you, but I have a daughter there. It has to be true, you. Angels respond by the word you speak. They go into action by the words that you speak. Oh, the story of Ethiopian Enoch in now chapter 8. He was reading. And he never understood what he was reading. If we start from verse 21. And the angel of the Lord said to Philip, join to these chariots. So Philip went in and he said, do you understand what you are reading? Do you know there are many people reading things and they don't understand? There are questions in the heart of people. Are you aware that you are sent to reach out to people? Wherever you are, you are sent. So Philip said, do you understand what you are He said, how can I accept somebody guides me? I'm like, I am here to guide you. And the Bible says from the same scripture, Philip preached Christ. That was how the gospel came to Africa. The guy got born again. One man, who would have thought that on the uh, Bible said that that road was a road to the wilderness. Whether you are in the wilderness or you are in the city, everywhere you find yourself, it's an opportunity. I have seen rich folks who hated every other person who preached, all their colleagues, stop talking to them for preaching to them, but listen to their driver one day. The driver recognized that I am here on an assignment. It is the mindset that every Christian must have. Even if you're a Christian and you're working in a bar, are you aware that you are there? You might be the only person that one day, one terrible person, criminal, will walk in and that's an opportunity for the person to cross to the other side. Wherever you find yourself, you are a vessel unto honor. That's what I'm saying. Leave things of dishonor. You are a vessel unto honor. Wherever you find yourself. Wherever you find yourself. Those spies entered only the house of Rehab. And Rehab was saved. What happens in every place you enter? And what happens with every 
uh, contact you have with people. You must leave your signature behind, which is the signature of Jesus Christ. That anywhere you go to, joy will be the effect of it. If you start thinking like this and you start praying like this, you will start having results like this. Say amen. amen. Did you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. Anywhere you find yourself, anywhere you find yourself, that woman was led to Christ by Philip and the gospel came here. Ananias wanted to pray and God said that no, there is so you know, you begin to wonder why didn't Paul, God open the eyes of Paul by himself? He sent Ananias and Ananias prayed. Somehow God and demons or the devil, they've limited themselves to human beings. Yeah. Demons don't just attack without an occasion for the true immortal man. God loves to use men. So Ananias, Ananias the, the man, got up and he went to the city street and he said, Brother Paul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the way has sent me to you. And he put his hand on his head. The scale fell off and Paul got baptized in the Holy Spirit. What about Cornelius? He was praying and fasting. God said, send for a man called Peter. The angel that told Cornelius to call Peter never prayed to Cornelius. Angels cannot preach the gospel. It's not for them. They are not qualified to. After the Holy Spirit, we start talking about angels. And I told the angels, can't tell God I love you. Oh, what a privilege that we have. To be able to say, Lord, I love you. Angels can't say that. Angels don't fully understand redemption. The Bible calls it the things angels desire to look into. When they watch how God is dealing with you and I, it's a surprise to them. When the king moves in heaven, they fall down to worship. But you, you talk to God on your seat. Heavenly Father, you are seated. The angel are like, ha. <laughs> and then God is not angry with you. And they are wondering, ah. They are just like other angels. Can, can you see? He's talking to God. With Pepsi in his hand. <laughs> oh, what a privilege to be in Christ. I'm not saying you should be talking to God with Pepsi in your hand. You should show reverence. Our Father was in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Honor that name. Honor that name. Hallelujah. Honor that name. It's, 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 it's important when you pray. Glory to God. Is somebody with me today? I'm just leaving you with a message with the Father. You are a vessel unto honor. Make up your mind that that's what you do. You can get to a point in your life that all that comes from your mouth is good news. A time will come that when you appear among friends and colleagues, you have not said anything. Everybody's already happy. Just now, when you talk, something happens to everybody. Something positive. People have not found answer to their problem, but the things that you have said has given them courage and strength. They go home and they are no more sad because they have listened to you. The only spirit inside you has that ability. So you have that ability. And it's a decision we must make that wherever I show up, I leave the place with the joy of the Lord. People are lifted by the time you are going. Philip enters the Bible said there was great joy in the city. This is what God is calling us to. You see, the beauty of walking in the supernatural without being a pastor, no matter how humble and quiet a pastor is, once he's constantly walking in the supernatural, people will hate him. Nobody is immune. I told you before, it's not about what people do or what they don't do. It's a satanic hatred. That he uses true mortal men. Yeah. They say some have jet, that is why they hate them. The pastor of the largest church in Wayongicho does not have a single jet, does not have any flashy car. Yet they hate him in South Korea as much as they hate people here in Nigeria. It's the same thing. It is just there. Except the devil is dead. It's not dead. Wherever people are getting saved by thousands, by millions, Satan will put idea. If he cannot stop the church, he will use people. And they will just start saying things. But you see, it cannot stand when individual members of the church are doing great and mighty things. If you go to market on Monday, you are not a pastor, you are an usher, and you are healing the sick, what then will they say? If you come for choir rehearsal on Saturday and you see 76 private jets belonging to each choir member, and the pastor does not have any jets, what would you say? That's what I'm praying for. 
if I come on a power bike and you all come in your exotic cars, I am satisfied. <laughs> Amen. So they wonder, so who do we speak against now? Say so that one says, so I'm not a pastor. I am just a Christian. Are you okay? I am like, sorry, apart from being a can I pay your children's school fees? You know, the criticism will die. I said, eh, I, I didn't really say that. So I was just saying that uh, <laughs> in these last days, knowledge will multiply. I've been telling you about sales, household, that you should join household. In those households, miracles will be happening. Some of the things that we have not even experienced much of it in the general church, some centers we experience it. You don't need to wait for me or anybody. Jesus Christ has a direct relationship with all of you. Join a cell around your house. If there's no household around your house, start one. Come and get the manual. And watch God. As you call the neighbors together, begin to share the word of God with them. And I told them, share it with people who don't have hope, who are weak. One of the ways in justifying the gospel is to pick a person who is down. And after six months, they are doing well. It's the joy of the anointing. What does the Bible say in Isaiah 61? The spirit of the Lord God is upon me to pray the glad tidings to who? The poor. To heal who? The brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives, open up the prison door to them that are bound. Many people are not anointed because they want it for entertainment. It does not work like that. See, listen to me very well. The power of God will not come manifest from your life until you are on the move. When Jesus resurrected, he said, go into the world and pray the gospel. Mark 16, 15. Then the next verse, 17. He said, this sign shall follow them that believe. Signs, even look at the word follow. Follow. You cannot follow a man that is standing. Is that right? If I am standing be- behind you, I, you cannot say I'm following you. You will say, why are you standing behind me? But if you are moving and I'm moving after you, then I'm following. Signs will never follow a man standing. All Christians do 40 days without eating. When your 40 days is over, your stomach will be flatter. I hope it won't even become sick after the 40 days. The idea is that many people want the power of God for nothing. His power is not for entertainment. When you move, the anointing will start moving. He said these signs will follow them. So you move and what the signs following you. There shouldn't be any Christian that is not in the household in your community where you are reaching out to. As you go to check somebody, this is how the healing anointing multiplies. You enter their house, say they are not feeling fine, and you pray for the person. The first person that I see instant healing praying for was when I was in secondary school. It was accidental. Honestly, he wanted to do something, and the guy was sick. He couldn't come, and we needed him. So I went to visit him, and I saw him almost conversing on the bed. And I just put my hand, and I said, Jesus, I was about 14 or 15 then, and I prayed. Nothing happened, I went out. About 10 minutes later, he was running, and he came to join us for the meeting. He said, as soon as we left, everything left him. The power of God. That's why you see miracles on crusade ground. What does that tell you? Even Rehabonke was sick before he died. But on the crusade ground, you see the sea being healed. What does that tell you? Again, remember that he was not sick all the time he was preaching. Of course, I said, doctors told him at a point that I should take it easy and everything. I said, old man, of course, when you are old, you are old. But I'm just telling you something. So why do many people sit down? Why don't you enjoy the tree? If I am if I join a church today, and I've told you, in 2020, the Lord might ask me to go to Afghanistan, and someone, I'll just appoint somebody by the Spirit to keep leading. And I come once in a while. And then, don't worry, your fear of Afghanistan is that what will happen, then nothing will happen. <laughs> in that case, Israel it does not sleep, nor slumber. And then from there, can announce, if I say, Household of David Branch in Afghanistan will go there. Many of your hands will be down. But if we say that London Branch, hey, 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 that one the Lord must have spoken to you in dream. Say, Pastor, I love it. It's not God, it's your desire. That what about a branch in New York? Hey, hey. Say, Pastor, I don't. Anytime I pray, I hear York, 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 York. <laughs> it's not New York, it's York in the heck. In that, in that heck. Are you with me? <laughs> Everybody, people want to go to all those top places. But see, there are churches in those places and they are doing well. A Christian on a mission is ready to go anywhere. Are you following me? I know it's going to be a busy year next year, but I'm just saying that. Why don't you begin to take steps 
If I wasn't pastoring, I would join the visitation team. I want to enjoy going into a family, say there's an issue. You pray and you leave. And two days after they call you, I know as soon as you left her house, this and this happened. Many years ago, my friend celebrated his birthday. It was here on Sunday when uh, the minister came, Pastor Jude. He said, Pastor, but he decided to come fellowship with us on Sunday. Many years ago, we grew up together in Abiyokuta. Celebrated his birthday in an orphanage and invited. Honestly, it was not convenient. I wanted to do some other. It was a day after Christmas or so, but I decided to go. So I went there. As we were playing with the kids, there was one. It should be about six. He said he had never walked before. He was on the floor with saliva. Mrs. Badru, I mentioned the name, a white woman. She was in charge of the orphanage at that time. And I remember that when we started singing and praising, I asked my brother, are you a Christian? She said, no, 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 no. She was just there. He said, well, I'm just there. I believe Jesus. They said, I'm just there. So I told no problem. Somehow, I carried this boy. So I asked her about the boy. She said she came to the orphanage one day. She, by profession, a dentist. She came to Nigeria. She came to the orphanage. And she saw this, the children in a terrible state. And she said that people will bring gifts. And those workers will steal everything. So she said that she, it was that boy that got her. She looked at the boy. And she said that medically there's nothing wrong with this boy. The reason why he's not working is that they never put him on the floor to work. So many babies were left in the courts. He said, doctor, you understand what I'm saying? They left them in the courts. They foster, the people will come to work, eat all the garries, sit down outside and just all day long, and they will go. So the children, and if you don't let a child crow and walk, it, it will never walk. So that boy became handicapped. Not by default I was born that way, but by... So I looked at the boy. I just felt led to pray. So I prayed for the boy and I put him down. Honestly, I expected him to walk. I prayed, nothing happened and I left. About six months after, someone else had a birthday there and I went there. And I saw a boy running around. I said, it looks like this boy. But I wasn't sure. Honestly, it surprised me. I said, was running around. So, the guy said, the bed, they asked me to come and pray. So I stood. I just looked at him. I said, he's the boy. So I just said, we came here like six months ago. The white woman just said, eh, hey. Say, you, say, I was looking at you when you walked in. That you were the one that came that time. He said, yes. He said, just about one month after you left, he got up and he started walking. And he said that that led made her to give her life to Christ. She said, I did not leave number. We didn't leave anything behind. That she was trying to look for a way to reach us, to say, all of us, they have GSM. They said, so there was no way. I'm looking for a way to tell us that come and see what the Jesus talking about just did. So we decided to pray for all other children there. Honestly speaking, you will need courage. She chose, when she saw the state of those places, she went to the governor's wife. Or sure by then. Went to the governor's wife by then. Because she was white, of course, in Nigeria, we won't block white. So I want to see the governor's wife. She told the governor's wife, and like, said, Madam, follow me. Security followed them, took her to the orphanage, and said, see these children. The governor's wife was crying. He said, you people, your problem is that you are fenced up inside from reality. He said, this is what is happening there. And state government is sending money. He said, it's not getting there. The governor's wife cried so much that she went to buy things. She ordered for the renovation of the entire place. And this white woman said, you know what? I will leave my office and I'll be managing this place. Don't pay me money. I have a dental clinic. I don't need your money. That was how she became the, the person in charge. She was doing it for free. You know, some people, even though they don't even know God, but they have these hearts. She just was like, these are children. And she stayed with them. And last time I went there, now, now they have a black person, and she's doing a good job now. Things are okay now. They've rebuilt, they, they bought things for them, and that day, when the woman told me that thing, I gave to them, and I told the leading woman, I said, sincerely, I don't belong to a group of Christians cursing people. I said, but I guarantee you, if this money is spent by you people instead of buying things for those children, I said, I feel sorry for your generation. See, those people were stealing those, so people walk into some troubles. What do you think will happen? You are bringing a cost. Nobody needs to say anything. You are bringing a cost over your children. They will just grow up. They will find favor. Things will start happening and people will be praying up and down for them. How can you do this? Praise the Lord. What happens to those men who in the office? I ministered to somebody who talked about the father. She said no to the boss and the boss raped her in the office. What happens with those people? Now, the case I heard of, this one was not, but this one I just heard of. The lady got pregnant. The man forced her to evacuate and she died in the process. And he has his own daughters at home. What happens? 
you are opening a terrible door over your family by your own hand. Satan didn't know you before. But you called him. Oh boy, come now. And he does not reject that kind of call. Oh, <laughs> that's good. There are two ways people call it. When you start saying negative things, you are calling the attention of demons to yourself. That come, 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 come. I see my life. Oh, Did you hear what he just said? What are we waiting for? Let's go and make it happen. Hallelujah. It's all blessed today. Praise the Lord. Say I'm a vessel unto honor. Say it again. You see, you know that everything I've been saying, I've been directing it to household, household, household. The Lord spoke to me that in January, we should start household all over again. I'm not that we are canceling the one as we should have it everywhere. And he told me two things. Number one, this supernatural dimension will follow. But number two, God does not want, people are not numbered. They are people. They are people. Even on where is he alone, I cannot account for everybody like this. It is in household that you know who is hungry. It's in household that you know it's not a relationship that needs help. Who is going through things? And somebody can sit down with the person and say, brother, let's pray together. I grew up in that kind of environment. I learned to pray in second school. My friends were always praying for two, three hours. They got me saved and I joined them in praying. Some of them that are still my friend now, it will be up. God forbid. God forbid. Let them hear that there is a girl in my life. I'm in soup. Then they will call committee over your head. You come and explain where you got that from. What is happening in your life? You need friends like that. Who will help your head to be correct? These are the people there is no car I have. If they come and before they celebrate, they first of all ask you that, sorry, so how did you get the car? And when they are satisfied with you, and it's not out of jealousy or competition. They just want to know, are we still on the same page in our integrity? Or have you started cutting corners as a pastor? It's important. When they say that your reasons are okay, then they rejoice with you. You need friends like that. Who can look at you face to face, tell you the truth, but then defend you outside with their life? See, I love the film. Well, this is Samuel Jackson's film. Um, where they went out, he went to a wall, something, they shot people, and he said those people were not harmed, I just shot them. It's a very popular movie. And they, they wanted to sentence him. Rules of engagement, thank you. Very powerful movie. And what I love about it, you know, the friend that came to defend, you know, it was a soldier. They went to, like, let's say, all this Middle East to rescue American ambassador there. Those things, they happen a lot in the, in, 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 say, in the presidency and things happen. They went there to rescue the people. And there were protesters who wanted to burn down American consulate house there. And they, they were there on the route to rescue the man. The man, they rescued him. He left the flag behind. They helped him pick the flag. And this people dressed in the jabs and were shouting. All of a sudden, they brought out guns and they were shooting. And he tried his best that a soldier should not shoot them because men and women don't shoot. But one of the soldiers was hit by a bullet. The shot continued. They had no choice. They replied. Because America wanted to clean themselves. If you work with government, you have to understand all those things. That they use people as scapegoats. And the leader will escape. It's a 48 loss of power. It's a terrible book. It's not a book for Christians. The laws of the Bible are not like that. David sacrificed himself. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, not use the sheep as sample or for suya. Say, oh yeah, <laughs> take this one. So, so the Christians read all those books. It's a dangerous book. They are not principles of the kingdom. You know what shocked them? The ambassador got home. He met with a minister who told him that you see, the old Middleist is saying that will kill their people. Let's put the blame on the soldier, punish the soldier, maybe execute him and say that, you see, we didn't ask him to do it. The person that did it, we dealt with the person. Then America will appear clean. But they're about to deal with the man who wouldn't go down on time. And they started. And they threatened the ambassador. Remember, himself and his wife, they were rescued by this man who took bullet for them. And as we were rushing to the car, they said, oh, guy, you forgot the American because you must take the flag with you. Every nation has that law. They gave him the flag. And to their amazement, they got back to America and the man denied. They were shocked when the man said the protesters were harmless. They were not carrying any gun. That the soldier just decided to shoot all of them. It's too like this. Then they went to the wife. The man's wife was feeling guilty. They were trying to ask the wife that, Madam, hey, I rescued you. They're about to kill me for rescuing me. Can you just say the truth? They can only sack you, but this is my life. And she turned away. Then they called their son who was there. You were there. And the mother came to carry the son. Don't talk to the soldier anyway. So he was left alone. And it was wondering, so why did I help my country? And they got a lawyer who was already saying that, you see, they will now go to your history. That when he went to war for America 20 years before then, that was how he shot somebody who was not supposed to shoot. 
I know they were bringing these people as witnesses just to prove the point that see, it's a cycle. This is what it does. You decorated the cycle. But then he found a friend that would defend another top military who wanted to defend him. So when the guy got to court and he defended, defended, and the first session ended, you saw what happened? They got to the house and the friend first beat him up. Why would you shoot people? They exchanged punches and fought until they got out of fighting. They sat down and started laughing. Then he told his friend that I did not shoot them. The same friend that was defending him outside, he said that it's the two of us now. You are wicked. Oops. And then when they settled the OT, they sat down on the floor and said, no, I did shoot them. And the only thing that I said, of course, the only thing I said them at the end was that the guy had to go to that country to take pictures. And he saw that they were on top of a roof. And they said the protesters that were standing across were innocent. But the picture was showing that there were bullet holes all over the building. So you can't be on top of the building and shoot like this. That was the evidence. So he brought the picture. He said, so look at this, all these holes. So are you saying that soldiers on top of the roof brought their gun down <laughs> and they did like this? So that's not possible. That this bullet showed that some people were shooting from here. Long and short of it, you know, they shall have money. At least God saved them. No, God didn't save it. It was a film. <laughs> Don't save them. <laughs> but you enjoyed the movie. Go and watch it. It's wonderful. I, I love sensible films like that where it's not, I mean, wonderful. Amen. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I have been hammering. I want to end now. about household, household. Everybody. The supernatural aspect, then the welfare aspect. Enjoy the joy of helping people. Entering people's houses, sitting down together, sharing. I called one of our sisters. She told me, oh, I have a mini flat. But I don't mind. These people use it for house, house, house. And I said, no, it's not about people using your house. Are you willing to also be a leader? You can be trained. I said, Pastor, I don't mind. I said, I love when people respond like this. In the Bible, there are two churches. And it will be like that forever. There must be church in people's houses. We have emphasized temple ministry alone like we are here now. Act 20, Act chapter 4, Act chapter 2. They all talked about houses of people. Paul said, greet this one and the house that is in your house. It's important. I will end with this. I wanted to forward it to all the leaders. I sent it to Papa George and a lot of men of God yesterday. He touched them deeply. Somebody sent it. I don't know. Who sent it to leaders group? That Chinese stuff. Oh, bravo okay. That was a powerful story. Just about four minute video. You can actually get it from me. He's spreading now. I don't know the name of the man. He went to, they invited him to China to come and talk to Christians. That went with his and he got there. They sat on the floor. These people entered train for several hours. To come because you know it's a communist nation, they must not know. Do you know China has over 40 million Christians now? But you cannot say it. You can't meet a Christian directly. If they want to invite you for a cell, they only use cell, there's no open church. If they want to invite you for a cell, they do it to an intermediary. But government official pretend like spies are okay. Where is the cell? I want to attend. And if they come there, they kill everybody. So people go to church, not knowing whether they will make it back at home, and they are still going. So this guy went there. They wanted him to teach, him, teach them something. They rented the place. No rug on the floor, nothing. No AC. A small place. Normally a place that should take, maybe I don't know how many people. They crowded. Maybe that should take about two, three people. They crowded themselves. I called, they must not know outside. So when the American preacher started, so he, quote, he told them, let's turn to, they only had limited Bibles. When he saw a woman, she passed the Bible in her hand to someone else. Why? The Bible was inside her. And they were quoting. So he asked the woman that, sorry, how did you know the Bible? She said, the guy asked all of them there, how many of you have been to prison for your faith before? Almost everybody. And the lady said that we learned to memorize scriptures from prison. Now when you go to prison, she said, you are not doing any other thing. He said, but do they allow you to take the Bible inside the prison? He said, no. He said, how do you do it? Sometimes they tear pages and hide it. Except they see with you, they collect it. Except, but they, what the common thing is even that people write scriptures. Somebody gives you Bible for five minutes. You open page, you write some scriptures down and keep it. And he said that you quickly memorize when you are in the cell because eventually they will collect it from you. He said, but they can collect it perfectly, but they cannot collect what is already inside you. The American who was supposed to come and preach to them now became the one learning. No, he, so he asked them a question, which is a good question. So if they come around, I'm sure the guy was afraid. That, if they come around suddenly and they find us, say, what happens? Say, all of us will go to jail, but you'll be deported back to your country immediately. 
I'm sure he will say, okay, deportation, yes, yeah, she makes sense. At least, <laughs> I know I know we'll go jail, they will kill me. So he continued teaching. When he finished teaching what he wanted to teach, the people got up and they asked him, can you pray for China? Pray for us. To have the liberty you have now, they say pray, then they use a word that touch him. Pray that we'll be like you, where we can sit down openly. And the man broke down. He said, no, I will not pray that you'll be like us. I'm praying that we should be like you. He said, in America, if there's no AC in the church, they will not come. He said, but you guys, it's as hot as anything there. We are crowded there. He said, in America, if the church does not have a rock, they will not come. He said, you have nothing. He said, in America, if a church is more than 40 minutes or one, they will not come. He said, here, you guys rode a train for several hours to be there. He said, if anybody needs to be like anybody, we should be like, we have lost it. And he broke down. What a, and that is the truth. But the actual young people said that most of these cells in America and China are being passed up by women. Women. And they are not afraid of dying. Now, Christianity is growing mightily in China. No instrument, no keyboard, no nothing. Just five people sitting down together, sharing the word of God, praying, and then reaching out to people. Rob Parsley was talking about the kind of miracle these people experience. They put water down. And they say, Father, I want to do communion today. If you go and buy in the supermarket, they will catch us. They will know what you want to do with it. They will put water down and pray, and it will turn to wine right there for communion. An American preacher was a tap right before his eyes. His eyes popped out like popcorn. In a cell meeting, no special fasting or prayer. God is with them. Too much comfort here. Nigeria is better than America. It's something else over there. I attend conference in America. In between, they are taking coffee. What is wrong with two people? God is good. You know. <laughs> that is the other side of comfort. Comfort. So there's no AC. Oh, I grew up on that scripture, you know. No drum said, yeah, we'll lift up our hands to worship God. I'm still like that. We don't need to remain to worship. God is not against it. It's wonderful. But we must not be limited to it. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Are you ready for this revival coming? Be a part of it. The Lord is putting this responsibility on all of us in church. When you come on Sunday, if you are the owner of your apartment, I mean you are the one paying the rent, drop the address. If you are interested, on Saturday, we're having the first training after prayer meeting, one hour training for those who will be cell leaders, household leaders. And it will start January. If you are interested, join me on Saturday by the grace of God. 8.30 in the morning. Myself, Dr. Billy and Bragoke. We'll be doing some trainings. What does it take to be a household leader? We are calling some people to specially invite them, but I'm throwing it open to everybody. Why would you stay back and say, I don't want to? So what do you want to do in the church? You just want to sing in the choir? Do, do ushering? No. In clubhouses, they sing every Friday. They use ushers. The only thing we do that they cannot do is soul winning. Have you ever wondered? So that means your assignment is not yet complete. If you are doing other things and you are not doing that one. Oh, we appreciate those who arrange chairs. We do. But every Friday night, they arrange chairs in clubs. Some people do the arrangements. Some stand at the door, bouncers. We have one in my estate. They don't let us rest. And government, they've never gone to meet them. The people in the estate went to meet them one day for the way they will blast overnight every Friday. For coming to meet them, they double the sound. So my dele- delegates, I said, went back to beg them. So they're using back to what it was before. Their leader told them that for coming to talk to them at all, he just doubled the volume. The following Friday, nobody could sleep. Hundred houses away, you will be like they're playing, and nobody. If it's a church, they will come. And Christians will join and say, they are disturbing us. But no Christian has come and said, these people are disturbing them. Not one. May God have mercy on Christians. Are you following me? That doesn't mean we should be disturbing people around. I'm just saying that we should know where our poverty is. I don't even like our sound going out. I don't see any reason why we should be disturbing the neighbors. People, the sound should be for those who are inside. If you're outside, you don't need to know what we are saying. If we want you to come, come and pray to you and invite you. You know, people overdo things at times. So you go to a place, there are three people inside. I've seen that church, where speaker on the roof and be blasting. And you'll be doing that for months. Nobody says, so you, are, you, are, you think you are reaching them, but you are knowing them. And then when they report to say they are persecuting you. I want to tell someone in this church, I went to their house like quarter to 11. 
that I was living quarter to eleven. And I saw a church on their streets and they had loudspeakers on roof. And there were about seven or so inside the church, but they were blasting. And then worst case, you'll now be speaking in tongues. Lee come and it's now the people outside don't know what you are saying. Brother, bring in the speaker, go and talk to the people in a language they understand. Brother, I want to invite you to church. That's all. And I said, we do evaluate. Why not ask a question? We've been putting the speaker out for one year. Have they responded? Contrary, they are writing letters about you. Then change your approach. You know, some Christians, that's how they do. When I was in your house, people come to pray. Everybody's praying on the field, praying. Oh, Lord, thank you. Some brother will just say, Father! I will just carry my Bible. Ah, there was a guy in particular in Zico at that time. Every time he entered the field, that would be the end of all of the rest of you must stop your prayer. The voice, and you know, those who disturb, they seem to have grace for that projection. The guy will just shout, shout Oh God, Allah, ah. One day I tried to concentrate, I said, oh, But this is not working. Let's go look for another prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, Father, we bless you. <laughs> we honor you, we adore your name. Oh, blessed be your name. Lord, prepare me as a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Oh, oh with a skin. Don't say I'll be, say I am. I am a living sanctuary. Next time I say, you have made me, you have made me a sanctuary. Father, I'm a living sanctuary. I'm a vessel unto honor. Oh, I'm a vessel in your hand for reaching out for blessing lives. I'm a vessel. Wherever you see me, you flow through me. I'm a channel through which you release things to the world. Blessed be your name. Oh, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus... I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.